Pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, just first, while we were praying those prayers, I was just really moved because they're sad prayers, they're hard prayers. And uh, I don't know, I was just thinking of the people in Qaraqosh, to be honest, and I was like, all of the wailing and all of the crying that we're talking about in Nineveh, I feel like that village particularly like felt it. And it's like we were describing what that village went through, and I just that was on my heart to share. Um, and it was, it was something that no one would ever expect to happen. Just like Nineveh, everyone's happy, life is good, everyone's on doing their thing, and then bam, something happens. And it's like Jonah, the prophet, saying, you're all going to die if you don't repent. Jesus is calling us to repent so that we can live forever. That although we die today in this world, eventually one day, we will live forever in paradise. This is the promise. And so every prophet is speaking in the future about something that is meant to give us hope and light. But oftentimes, family, especially what repentance means is to turn, to change. So whatever needs to change in our lives so that we can live forever with Christ, do it. This is what Ba'utha is all about. Amen? Amen? All right. When Jesus says tax collector, he's talking about, like, the person, you know, like, how everyone is always labeling someone. And, like, this person, he's a tax collector. And that label... Back in Jesus' time, it would destroy a person. If you guys have ever seen The Chosen, you know Matthew was a tax collector, and you kind of were able to see like how they looked at him as a tax collector. Someone who was despised among his own people because he extorted them. He was an unjust man. And so people hated tax collectors. And so when Jesus gives us this parable of a Pharisee and a tax collector... He's talking about someone who would be awesome, church person, amazing, and then tax collector, someone who would fight in church or something like that. I know it sounds kind of funny, but that's exactly what Jesus is saying. Jesus is challenging social norms, and he's challenging labels. He's challenging worldly thinking. And it was awesome how St. Paul says in Romans 12, guys, Romans 12 is a great chapter. It is like the Christian life chapter. And he says, do not, repeat after me, do not conform yourself, not conform yourself to, this to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So what St. Paul is saying and what Jesus is saying is, Transformation happens through the renewal of your mind, the renewal of your thinking. So we've got to think differently, family. Worldly thinking confines people to labels. Godly thinking sees people in their God-given identity and dignity. Worldly thinking judges with worldly eyes. Godly thinking judges with spiritual eyes, and it judges with the heart. Worldly thinking loves if, meaning it's conditional. Godly thinking loves unconditionally, period, no matter what. 
We are called family to live in the spirit of God and love. Love. Can you just say the word love? love. Hubba, agape, selfless giving. I want us tonight to check ourselves and our thinking. How do we judge? How do we look at people? How do we look at the world? Do we judge with worldly eyes or do we judge with godly eyes, with a godly heart? And this is why we need a ba'utha. Because although we can say, oh, we're holy, we're spiritual, we're church people, family, there is a renewal that has to happen in our hearts and minds. Check yourself. How do you judge? Is there anyone, if they were in, the, in church right now, you would say they're unworthy. They don't belong here. Is there any racism in your heart? Is there any condemnation in your heart? Are you judging anyone in your life right now? Is there anyone, when you look at them, you look at them with judgments? Is there any prejudice between villages in your heart? Oh, he's not from my village. Or he, it's, it's funny, but you know how, like, Chaldeans are awesome? No joke. Like, you know how our culture is so beautiful? It really is. Can we be real? Can we all just say, like, thank God I'm Chaldean? Like, it's more conservative. It's more, it is more godly thinking, right? It is. Like, let's be real. Look at the culture. Look at Chaldean. It's more godly way. It's more the way of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But chill out. It's not perfect. I sit in offices with guys and girls crying to me that their parents won't let them date each other because they're from this village. No, but Abuna. Okay. I just want us to check ourselves and our thinking. Check yourself right now. Is your thinking godly thinking? What would Jesus think? Try to think more critically. Jesus would say, ask me, how do I think about this? Don't get caught up in the opinions of the world. Don't judge as man judges, but judge as I do. And Jesus loves the truth because he is the truth. And so you have to ask yourself, Lord, what is the truth in this situation? What is, look, I'm not saying don't judge. Our faith does not say do not judge. What do you mean, Father? Yes, it does. Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says do not judge or you will be judged. He's not saying don't make judgments of what is true he's saying don't condemn because look at yourself first because those who humble themselves they will be exalted but those who exalt themselves like this pharisee who says ha 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 look at me i do everything i'm the man i pay tithes i give my money away look at me look at how much i'm fasting Don't judge like that. 
<laughs> look at this tax collector. I should go to the back of the church. <laughs> look at you, you're sitting in the back. What a scrub. All you scrubs in the back. Why don't you guys sit up front, though, for real? <laughs> this whole front row is empty. Bro, it's funny, but godly thinking is what I'm going for. How do we think? Do not conform yourself to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so ask Jesus, how would you think about this situation? How would you think about the world? How would you think about my career? How would you think, how would you think about my friends? So often we concern ourselves with opinions and cultural norms. We just, because Chaldeans are awesome, because we love our culture, because literally, like I said, the Chaldean culture is great, we love it, because of that, we conform ourselves to culture. No, our culture is beautiful, but it ain't perfect. You know who is perfect? Say his name. Jesus. What are we in a Baptist church? For real. Who's perfect? Jesus. Chaldean ain't perfect. Your culture, my culture is not perfect. Jesus is perfect. Faith is meant to inform and build up culture. Our culture should not be informing how we live our faith. I'm going to say that again. Faith is meant to inform and build up culture. But our culture is not meant to determine how our faith is. I'm not against our culture. I love it. But it's not perfect. Jesus is. And so anything in our culture that needs to be purified, hello, that's why we're doing a ba'utha. Let's humble ourselves. Let's say, God, we need mercy because we're not perfect. Church is not for the perfect. That's why I'm proud to be Chaldean. We have this beautiful tradition every two weeks before Lent to do Ba'utha. We remember from the 6th century to now that we are pleading for God's mercy because we need it. So check yourself before you. Come on, good job. All right, we can still smile during Ba'utha even though a kid's sleeping in the back. Sorry, kid. I don't know, I'm joking. <laughs> All right. Come Holy Spirit. Um, come Holy Spirit. Jesus says, um, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world of sin. When the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world of sin. Let God convict you so that you can repent.